You're listening to the Mountainside Kairos Podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Mountainside Kairos Podcast. Thank goodness it's Thursday. It's Pastor Ty here, and I'm back and excited to share with you another passage of God's Word. Um, But before we do that, I want to tell you something about myself. Um, Not something that I'm particularly um, proud of, but it just happens. Um, This is what it is. I have a terrible habit of zoning out while my wife is talking to me or asking me a question. Guys, maybe you can relate. I don't want to do it, but it just happens. It's usually after a long day at work, and I'm either looking at my phone or just thinking about things while she's talking about me or talking to me. I hear her voice. I see her lips moving, and I even times hear what she's saying, but I fail to respond, and it absolutely drives her nuts, so much so that she has affectionately dubbed me the Zono Man. Sometimes, though, I'm able to pull myself together and snap out of it after about 10 seconds of glazed-over eyes, and and I'm able to, you know, respond to her with something like, "Uh, sure, honey, yeah, that, that sounds good. But by that time, the damage has already been done, and she is quick to call me and says to me, welcome back, Zone Out Man, where you been? And uh, it's true. Um, here's the thing. You know, there isn't anything wrong with my ears. I, I have great hearing. I hear her, though, but I don't do anything about it. I hear her, but I don't respond. I'm hearing, but I'm not really listening. She would probably tell you that I'm uh, present in body, but absent in mind. And Hebrews chapter 5 It sounds a lot like the author of Hebrews could sympathize a lot with my wife because he's calling out his audience for doing the exact same thing. They have what he calls dullness of hearing. So we're going to look at Hebrews 5 verses 11 to 14. I'll read it out for you. It says, About this we have much to say, and it is hard to explain since you have become dull of hearing. For though by this time you ought to be teachers, you need someone to teach you, again, the basic principles of the oracles of God. You need milk, not solid food. For everyone who lives on milk is unskilled in the word of righteousness, since he is a child. But solid food is for the mature, for those who have their powers of discernment trained by constant practice to distinguish good from evil. So what does he mean by dullness of hearing? You know, when something is dull, it means that it goes through the actions, but it doesn't accomplish the desired purpose. If you think of a knife or an axe or something, you know, you could swing a dull axe through the air and strike a log, but it wouldn't split it. It would just kind of give a thud and bounce off. It goes through the same motions. You know, it does the same things to an extent as a sharp axe, but it doesn't finish the job. And as they say, a dull knife is more dangerous than a sharp one. It's harder to use and it it results in you messing up. And in the same way, dullness of hearing in this chapter doesn't mean that there's anything wrong with your physical hearing. You're able to go through the motions to that point. But what it means is that there's something wrong with your heart. The heart is no longer eager and diligent to embrace God's promises given through his word and actually do what they require you to do and empower you to do. You know, it's like your physical ears hear them, but then somewhere in between hearing it and doing it, your heart hits something hard or something that is maybe getting hard at least. There is hearing, but you don't embrace what you heard, and therefore you don't put the faith in what you heard, and that doesn't lead you to action and obedience. And the the author of the book of Hebrews wrote this book because his audience was dull of hearing, and therefore they were disobedient. 
you know, as we see in verse 12, his audience was not nearly as far along in their, in their maturity as they should be by this time. You know, by this time they should, they ought to have been teachers, he says, yet they were still required to be fed baby food. And I think if we're honest, so often this is the case with us. At least it is for me. And I mean, there's nothing wrong with drinking milk. Milk is good. It's good to have a glass with dinner or something or with breakfast. But if you're a teenager or an adult and your diet still primarily consists of milk, then maybe you have a maturity issue. And so often with our faith, we think that the solution to make us grow in our faith is to consume more. It's to consume more content, more information. We jump right from milk and we just keep drinking more milk, but we also want to drink, eat steak and we just want to consume and consume and consume. We just want to know more, read more, memorize more, and then we'll grow. That's why we take more classes. That's why we do more Bible studies. We're thinking that if we can just know enough, then we'll grow in our faith. Then we can become teachers of it. But hearing God's word in this or by feasting on it and digesting it, by hearing well, is not first and foremost an intellectual exercise. It is first and foremost a moral exercise. You know, the pathway to maturity and to eating solid biblical food is not just becoming an intelligent person, it is becoming an obedient person. Like Jesus said in in Luke 8 verse 18, Take care then, be careful then how you hear. For to the one who has, more will be given. And from the one who has not, even what he thinks that he has will be taken away. What Jesus is saying here is that the solution to hearing is not the quantity of what you hear, but the quality of how you hear it. If you hear it well, which Jesus went on to say that, in other places, that to hear well is not just to hear the word, but to do the word. To not just be a hearer, but a doer of it. That is how you hear well. And that is how you have quality of hearing. So when he says, be careful of how you hear, it's being able to hear it, but also do what it requires of you. You know, Jesus, he wants all of us, every one of his followers, every one of his children to become mature in our faith. He doesn't want us to remain as children but he wants us to grow into adults. He doesn't want us to remain as consumers, but also to become producers. He doesn't want for us to only be learners, but also to be teachers as well. God wants all of us to not only be hearers of his word, but also doers and sharers of his word. That is how we prove that we actually heard him. That is both the pathway to our maturity, but also the essence of our maturity, how well we hear and do and share God's word. You see, God is speaking to us every day. You know, that's why we do this podcast, to share with you the Kairos moments, the moments where God comes near and speaks to us, that we we, we share what we hear from God's word with you guys, but God also speaks to us through our lives. He speaks through other people. He speaks through our own thoughts and circumstances. God is always speaking to us. We just need to hear him and hear him well by doing and sharing what we've heard from him. And, and if you aren't experienced growth in your faith, if you kind of feel that maybe you're, you stagnated a bit, if you're stuck in the same sins or the same hangups or the same frustrations or same level of immaturity, 
If you're an adult but you're still drinking milk, if you aren't nearly as far as long as you think you should be, first of all, you're in good company. But along with that, that would probably mean that it's a good time to check your hearing and kind of help diagnose this. You could ask yourself, is the problem that you aren't making the time to hear God at all? You know, as in your his voice is never actually reaching your ears. You're not spending time in his word. You're not, you know, listening. You're not coming to church and hearing this, the word preached. You're not stopping to listen to hear what God says. Maybe that's your that's that's what's happening, and you're not actually hearing um, the voice of God. But based on the fact that you're tuning into this, might indicate that you're hearing God. But maybe the problem is. That God, you're hearing God speak a lot through your ears, but you aren't moving with your heart. You hear, but you don't really hear. Your hearing is dull. You hear the word, you hear lots of it, you read lots, you listen to lots, but you don't do it and you don't share it with others. Maybe that's your case. And if and if that is your case, God is gracious, gracious and he is merciful. And no matter what your state of hearing is at this moment, this is an opportunity right now to sharpen up your hearing again, to get back on track of not just hearing God's word, but doing it and sharing it also. And, and so to help you in this new opportunity, I'm going to conclude with these three questions. And these three questions are really at the heart of what it means to follow Jesus. And you can ask these three questions any circumstance you go through, anytime you're reading God's word, anytime you listen to a sermon, anytime you listen to a podcast, anytime you think that God is speaking to you, this is the three questions that you can ask. The first one is this, what is God saying to me right now? How is God speaking? It's pausing to listen to what God is saying. And once you determine that, then the next question comes. What am I going to do about it? That is how you listen well. That is how you show that you actually heard God. What am I going to do about it? And finally, the third question, which is often the hardest one to do, is who am I going to share this with? Who am I going to share with what God shared with me with? Because we don't want to just be learners. We also want to be teachers. And I assure you, if you answer those three questions and you follow through with it, you will not only grow in your faith, but you will find that God speaks to you more. And so I hope this week that you will be blessed in not only your hearing, but also in your doing and in your sharing. Have a great week. God bless.